Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by the hilarious Robin Thede, and we plan a bachelor party and a little prank on a certain film icon. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Another toasty one in Los Angeles. Beautiful day in Los Angeles. Uh, you know, just smog keep... on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Get a get a get a get a lungful. <laughs> uh. Can we can we introduce? I go. I want to start real quick with just kind of a baffling thing that happened to me before I came right. here, and I think it's 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 on my mind, and I don't think I'll be able to concentrate until I process it. So can we let's introduce intro our guest, our okay. guest uh, Los Angeles based uh, comedy writer and performer Robin Thede. Hey, Robin. Yay! <laughs> Sorry, I thought there was an audience. That was immodest. Was that was a little immodest. Uh, it was. It was. <laughs> Uh, that's, hey just what, that's just what you assumed the audience was doing when they heard your name. I was promised an audience. It was not here, so I had to fill in. I just improvised. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm sorry I lied to you and said that, it's okay. that we're in a 500-seat theater. It's okay. Uh, Robin and I actually met. We were co-hosts of the live stream of the pre-show to the Teen <laughs> Choice Awards. <laughs> if there was one more prefix, it would have been literally <clears throat> the greatest thing ever. Yeah. So yeah. you sponsored okay. by Slim Jim. Yes. Slim, Slim Jim presents the live stream <laughs> there of the pre-show. On a live really stream. hot day. Do you remember how hot God, it was? God, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. And I got to wear like shorts and Jordan. They're like, yeah, could you put on a button-down flannel? Like, I don't even know. Obviously, you picked out your clothes, actually, I think, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. And I did a great job, too. You looked I was, phenomenal. I did not look out of place. <laughs> In that lineup of hot teen stars, that did, that, co- your did fault. that cost? Did the costumer just say, "We want you to dress like a child"? And they they looked at you, Robin. And you say, "Here's your here's your wardrobe." They looked at Jordan. And he said, "Great, wear that." Yeah. <laughs> no, they they tricked us. Actually, they told Robin us- had to get a Skrillex haircut. Yes, <laughs> because I that's did. the only way teens would respond. It's to Jordan, true. Jordan wore a, wore a giant mouse head over his head. Yeah, like dead mouse. Sure. Yeah, they that's wanted- the only way you could have been hotter that day. It was like 120 degrees. Kind of a nightmare. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I was. I feel like I I still feel bad that I didn't bone up more for that. Um, they gave us a kind of a big binder of teen stars, and they I'm did. like, Jordan, had you boned up at the get the Kids Choice Awards, I think that's when you should feel bad. When I that's true, that would have been grounds for oh, are you, are you, being arrested. Are you asking if I masturbated during the? <laughs> yeah. Oh no, he presents? did that. Yeah, yeah, I did that. <laughs> With well, the cast of the Vampire Diaries, <laughs> Bieber's there. What else can you do? You Got to jerk it. Honestly, as much as I read up on those kids, once you see them, it's like, you're like, okay, who is this from what vampire show and why? Okay, fine. Yeah. So you just ask them who they're excited to see and then they they go on for five minutes. I was on an airplane uh, the other day where um, this was, maybe it was, might even have been the plane back from London. Does that make sense? Maybe it wasn't. Yes, you would need to take a plane back (laughs) from London. But the person sitting in front of me. I know you usually go by dirigible. But <laughs> could have been. It was it was the thing where they have you have TVs in the back of the chair, you mm-hmm. know? And the person sitting in the row directly in front of me was I would say a thirty-five year old woman 
who watched Disney Channel sitcoms the entire flight. Oh, weird. Okay, but so she may have had kids. They weren't there and if she had them. Would no, you no, think no, she my... was trying to, like, understand what it's like to be a child? Well, maybe, <laughs> but I also think that there, there's this theory of this bird regurgitation. So she, like, you know how they eat the food and then spit it in the mouth so of So your idea kids? is that she was watching them so she could tell the kids what happened on them. Yes. For, she was for a cruel mother. Cultural sustenance. Right. They never <laughs> got to actually watch them. She only would tell them what happened. Oh, uh-huh. maybe that's a weird, like, Christian science thing. Yeah. yeah. And then they don't get to appreciate, like, a random appearance by Greg Proops or Andy <laughs> Kindler or something <laughs> right. like that. Or right. well, Michelle Obama, who's been known to do <laughs> Really? I, she did iCarly. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Uh, if I was, if I was, if I had the opportunity, if there was some reason that I was famous, like if I was the first lady, for you do example, it. Sure. Um, then I, I'd go on iCarly shit. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably go on Sesame Street first, but I'll do iCarly. Yeah. I'll do iCarly right now if anyone out there is listening. <laughs> you know, I think, your first, I think your first step, get yourself a pillbox hat. Get you looking real yes. first, first lady yes. Chanel suit. Look like American royalty. <laughs> Some mid-height heels. Gotcha. Kitten heel. Maybe I could maybe I could pull a Nancy Reagan and nurture a friendship with Mr. T. Ooh. Ooh. How about that? Through her psychic abilities. Was she a psychic or no astrology? She yeah, astrology. Yeah. She was super into astrology. Yeah. Interesting. And that was okay for super Christians for some reason. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> she, she remains the, <laughs> the hero to the super Christians. <laughs> this avowed weird pagan ritual follower. Yes. yes. I remember once in high school I was at a supermarket checkout with a friend who was very Christian. And I thought it would be funny as a goof to buy one of those little astrology scrolls. Yes. That uh, I, I, Yeah. At the supermarket checkout it's like – it is it, – it's maybe – Three inches wide. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this will be funny. I'll get one of these. And she literally grabbed my hand and pulled it back. And oh. she's like, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> so I don't I don't know. I, she saved you. She did. Well, there's always that point, right? Especially, especially in the dating world, there's always this point where you are getting to know somebody. And then one of you asks, what's your sign? Or when's your birthday? And then you have that awkward moment where it's like, all right, how into astrology is this person? Are they going to like hang up the phone as soon as they find out I'm a Gemini. <laughs> right, yeah, and are and and I guess I guess what I what I have to what I find myself dealing with a lot is when they ask that what's your sign question, I'm like, oh God, is this a joke on first date questions? Right. And if I say Taurus and make the jack off motion right. <laughs> Are you going to laugh or are you going to be offended? Right. Because I feel like astrology— We should explain that you're an Aries and you hate Tauruses. So right. whenever you Yeah, say, that's, a, that's a huge part of it. I'm yeah. a Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so loyal. I'm so loyal. <laughs> I'm stubborn too. No, because I feel like there is no way to judge who How they're is react. really into astrology. It's true. I feel it's like, true. you know, if you see, you know, a woman— uh, you know, in a sarong with a you sundial, know, her hair yeah. in one of those um, hemp bags. Right. You're like, she's probably into astrology, but right. a normal looking person could also be into astrology. Yep. You know what? My father and stepmother, and I should explain that I think maybe people get the idea that because I'm from a classic San Francisco values type background, that maybe my parents are like hippie flakes. Uh, they are not that. <laughs> At all, you know, my especially my dad and stepmother, who are, you know, they're both my dad's. They are, do eat exclusively hippie flakes from Trader Joe's, <laughs> the cereal. But that's just because they're good for you. They yeah. are right, and they don't Lots like the fiber. They don't like the twigs and hippie flakes and twigs. Sure. <laughs> right? Who does? Yeah. 
Um, so uh, they, so I, I, they are these are tough minded individuals. My father and stepmother. You know, my dad was in the vets movement his whole life. My stepmother's from war torn Belfast. Wow! But they went through, they went through an astrology period. They're like the periods that I remember that of things that they shared. They went through a Van Morrison period. <laughs> they went through a the commitments period and, a, and an astrology period. And I still don't know whether they were joking or not. <laughs> I love that you can mark the periods that they went through. Like, right. remember, my parents, the only period they've ever gone through is just like bad genes. Like, they, <laughs> never, and like dirty sneakers. They went never, from, the, they had bad, now they're on to normal genes. No, no, they're still, oh, still wearing the high waisted jeans. jeans. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, yeah. 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 They live in Iowa and they don't. Well, they, but change. it's like high waisted jeans that they got at opening ceremony. Like, they're like, like Chloe Sevigny type high waisted jeans, right? Sure. Yeah. Not. Marshalls. 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 Pretty okay. much Marshalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They shop at like the Bass Pro Shops. <laughs> I wish that was a joke. So your so your dad goes out of the house wrapped in bait. Yes, yes. And the, well, my mother my mother is in politics, so she's had to step up. Back her to image. school. We're gonna get you some night crawlers. <laughs> night crawlers are all the kids. Yay! No, my mother's had to step it up a little bit, so she will alternate between uh, Farm and Fleet, which is a farmer's outlet clothing and bait and tackle store, okay. and um, J C Penney. Well, okay. When she's you know when she's and got a when horrible. she's got a ball or something to go to right, a gala, right? Well, she's in politics, so she has to wear, you know, things to the Capitol that are very, you know, yeah. suit-worthy. Okay. But... We should explain that your mother is uh, uh, First Lady Michelle Obama. She is. Mm-hmm. She is. I was trying to be coy, and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Um, can I share this baffling experience I yeah, had before I I would came love in? to hear this baffling experience. Oh, I, yes. I was, uh, I was at the supermarket, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the weekend, so all the sample ladies are out. Yes. Uh and so there were a couple of different samples. There was like a, um, you know, like an all-natural soda. And then there was kind of a, you know, like a kid's juice that, you know, replenishes their what-have-yous. <laughs> their balls. <laughs> yeah, their balls. Yeah. Their child fluids. Yeah. It reduces their refractory periods. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they could fuck more times in a day. <laughs> that yep. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, but then there was- Babies a- making babies. Yeah. Classy. They love to do that. They, um, but then there was a lady who just had a loaf of the most generic supermarket ninety nine cent white bread. It's okay. just like in a white wrapper with the word bread in red letters. Had that loaf of bread, right? And she was just spreading Peter Pan peanut butter on it and handing it out. <laughs> oh my god! Like, do people? Was that just a thing? It's like did did she was she in front of a sign that said a taste of sadness? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you know what? She was crying on each little that slice before she hand. She would a single tear would fall onto now, the peanut butter. Are you sure this lady worked there? I mean, I didn't I think ask she to see. May have just been like a voyeuristic, <laughs> or what's reverse voyeurism? Where she likes to perform for people in public. Like oh yeah, it could have been like a performance yeah, art like happening. A, yeah, I think it was like performance. No, art. maybe. I mean, have, it got me thinking. Yeah. Have I addressed? <laughs> have I addressed, what that was? <laughs> have I addressed my my recent obsession? Have I addressed on this program my recent obsession with this the profound sadness that is imbued into every group of items? On the little conveyor belt in the express lane at mm. the grocery store? Uh, you haven't. Specifically in the express lane. And I'll tell you how this has come up for mm-hmm. me. 
So I decided I'm not going to, I'm going to generally not keep a lot of desserts in the house. Right. Because then I'll just eat dessert every right. meal. Right. And I'll become a fat. Sure. So I decided they, I don't, I'm, I will still eat dessert sometimes, but I will eat it when it is worth my effort to go out and get it and That's bring right. it back to my house. Right. Now, It's It is my favorite dessert, as mm-hmm. you know, and sure. as we've discussed on this program. And I would like to thank all of the dozens of people who have tweeted me that they tried an It's It for the first time on my recommendation and their appreciation. So you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> I'd like to take this time to graciously say you're welcome. Yes. There you go. Jesse's at his most smug when he's talking about <laughs> ice cream sandwiches. Yeah. I get it. Um, so I, the It's It is available only at the Food for Less by my house. Oh, my God. You have to bag it yourself. You have to bag it. Well, there's no not bag it yourself grocery right. stores by my house. Oh, okay. But, um, the, but the Food for Less, as opposed to, say, the Superior, mm-hmm. which is a little closer. So I go to the Food for Less and I sometimes and I'll buy a little thing of three It's It's. They come in a little three to a box um, when my wife and I are having pizza night. And... I go I buy it in the express lane and any combination of items that people are buying in the express lane is sad. Okay. Yeah. Let's okay. I think I think we can go around I think we can go around the horn with this. Like what's the what are the three yeah, what, yeah. what are the okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say cigarettes, cat litter, <laughs> and a <laughs> bottle of Hemador tequila. <laughs> like that. That the amount of cat Related, like the, yeah, anything becomes sad when you add two, one cat item two to tins it. of cat food. Yeah, because I feel like cat owners only buy tins in on ma- mass. Like no. I feel like they only buy them in massive Unless amounts. Unless they're very sad. Yeah, that's the mm. thing. Like you get like someone just has it's. There's usually cigarettes, cigarettes or liquor, mm-hmm. one or the other. But you know, like just a jug of store brand vodka. Yeah, um, some M and M's. And one can of cat food. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 like all like unless unless you're buying something that is like you know a basic staple of a meal. Unless you're buying a chicken breast, a stock right. of asparagus, and sparkling water. Like if you add any kind <laughs> of like any kind of other vice. product to yeah. that, any kind of vice, right? That be, becomes sad. Yeah, because you're just getting through the night at that point. <laughs> that like, is right. what it I'm is. Not That's buying, exactly. Yeah, it's like I'm any, not buying groceries for the week. I'm just trying to make it through tonight. Exactly. Yeah. And so, even if you're only buying food, it becomes sad because yeah. it's like this is all the food you can buy. So, but usually that's very rare. Let me just yeah. say, it's there's usually, usually one a, like, one a bag of fun size Three Musketeers, a <laughs> Maxim magazine, and a liter of Mountain Dew. Yeah, that's a date, <laughs> right? It's just, it's just. I've got all three of those at my house right now, ladies. <laughs> Anything plus anybody's in West of- Hollywood. Anything plus one pack of generic mentholated cigarettes yeah. becomes sad. Well, and sometimes you have to couch the one thing that you're buying. So if it's if it's condoms, but usually you have to go back to the pharmacy to get that, right? Yeah. But if like for women, if you're buying a box of tampons and you buy ice cream and you buy Snickers, that looks really bad. So you yeah. have to throw in a salad and some tofu, you know. You gotta mix it up. <laughs> this this was a couple of years back, but um uh I I had kind of the ultimate sad – not sad. I I had the kind of ultimate supermarket standoff with someone where I walked into a 7-Eleven at the same time as a, a female casual acquaintance. Like we were both coming up to the doors oh. at the same time. Uh, it's about midnight and we're both walking into the 7-Eleven. It's like, can, hey. Can yeah. I ask you the casual acquaintance? Yeah. 
First Lady Michelle Obama? It was, yes. It was. <laughs> this is, it Little, all comes back. Wearing a pillbox hat. <laughs> yep. Yep. Sure. She's with a Jonas brother. I don't know I which don't know one. why. The yeah. evil one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be evil... more specific. <laughs> oh, are they all evil? I didn't know they were all evil now. Um, anyway, so me and this female acquaintance were like, hey, we kind of did that. Like, oh, what are you? Well, late night, huh? Yeah, you know. And then we're both kind of just milling around this 7-Eleven. Can I please guess what she bought? Uh, would, uh, I'll guess after. Okay. Guess, no. Okay. Uh, you know what? Guess now. Yeast infection kit. <laughs> no. Wait, not a, there's not a kit for yeast infection. Uh, like a medicine for. Actually, 7-Eleven has a go-go taquito for it. <laughs> it's go-go taquitos for her. Stick it right in. <laughs> I'm cured and satisfied. <laughs> Now with Chipotle. Oh, God. Uh, Less burning, more healing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so it was this where we were both just like browsing around the 7-Eleven at midnight and like looking at each other. Every couple of seconds. What is browsing? No one browses a 7-Eleven. You're looking right. for something, but you're embarrassed right. to get it. Okay. Right. All so right. we're both just like walking around, and I feel like it's... it's that... You were looking for a specific issue of jugs. Right. And you couldn't bring yourself to It was from a couple of months ask, back. Right. Yeah. You so thought you maybe they ask. hadn't pulped yeah. it. Yeah. Right. It, it was the one with that great short story by Stephen King. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they had... In the month, it's a three-parter, and, then, and I, I had guess one it was in three. Set in Maine. <laughs> right, it's about haunted jugs. There was a great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. There was a great. There was a great Michael Shabon article about fatherhood as well. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, so we were both haunted jugs. We have to make that. <laughs> yeah, and it was. I got. I, if I feel like if you saw an aerial shot of this, it would be like that scene in the second Jurassic Park movie where the raptors are chasing the people yes. through the tall yes. grass, and yes. you can see, you can see from overhead. Yeah, and like a corn maze. You think everything is like a scene from the second Jurassic well, that Park makes sense. movie, I mean, except for the things that are like a scene from the third Jurassic Park. Movie. <laughs> right. Oh, is that when they went on land? That was terrible. Uh, no, no, that's the that is in number two. They they go on the boat, and the one they get out oh, and destroy. That was... Yeah. That is terrible. I saw Jeff Goldblum in the bank today. Oh, that's nice. That was a lot of fun. Where does Jeff Goldblum do his banking? Uh, I mean, at the, at the Bank of America on uh, Sunset Boulevard. B of A, huh? Yeah, oh. B of A. It's a reliable choice. With a very lovely young woman. Wedding bells? <laughs> uh, I think she was doing the banking. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> she was using Goldblum as collateral. Right. Uh, so anyway. He was just like signing his checks on right. her. She's like, listen, I'm good for it. I know Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> she just goes, Pew! just with a point. Pew! And he just goes, yo. <laughs> uh, and then he sits down to the piano and bangs out a ditty. Right. Oh, he had some performance the other night at Lexington Social House. I know. Did you hear about I this? No one will go to this with me. I wanted to go. Jeff Goldblum. On Wednesday uh, night. Jeff I had Goldblum has a weird standing date at this piano bar in Hollywood somewhere where he just okay, plays next jazz time standards. We're going. Yeah, absolutely. Let me know. Totally please, down. please. Um, uh, anyway, so so me and this acquaintance are just like circling, and then she just comes up to me and she's like, "We're both here just to get condoms, right?" And I said, "Yes." And then we both just grabbed a box of condoms and checked out, oh, like we were both waiting for the other one. Ending. Yeah, nice. yeah. I wanted that to be so much more. That's really beautiful. It was kind of beautiful, scarring. That is, yeah. <laughs> so, so, did you take it out? Huh? 
Did you take it out? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I put on the condom in front of her. <laughs> yeah. You got to try him you out. Were, you were tumescent. Yeah, sure. From the circling nice. process. Right, exactly. That's Just nice. like a raptor. <laughs> sure. Like a male raptor. <laughs> Raptors become engorged during the hunt <laughs> upon, <laughs> upon oh, operating a door handle. <laughs> That was it. It was mostly the door the operation. One, the one raptor's like smoking a cigarette, talking to his friend. Yeah, it can only get hard once I operate a door <laughs> handle. <laughs> well, time Under to... fluorescent lighting. <laughs> time to hunt in packs. Mm. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Mm, Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Robin Thede, special guest. Yeah, it's great to have you on the program, Robin. Thanks for having me. Can I tell Can I tell you guys about this great idea I had? Uh, it's sort of a dream, but it's not the kind of dream that comes to you when you're asleep. It's just a dream that you have, like uh, something you want, like Martin Luther King's dream. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. It's I'm sure completely you got, made up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you guys, you guys, you guys know about Clint Eastwood and the thing he did at the Republican oh, National Convention. That yes. was the best one man show I've seen in a long time. You know, it was so funny. I, I, it was really funny. I heard I, it. I, was I heard it on the radio, and I didn't. And I think it was kind of like a, and it was kind of like a. You know, it was like a Did Nixon. It, translate? it was like a Nixon Kennedy debate thing. I think it's okay. like you know when they you know the people who listen to the debate think Nixon yes. won, and the people who watch the debate saw how uncomfortable yes. he was and yes. think Kennedy won. So when I heard it, I was like, eh, well, well, Clint Eastwood's kind of like yeah, it's just kind of like fun. He's kind of having a lot of fun. But I think just the visual of like a that weird old decrepit man, man chair. pointing to an empty <laughs> chair made it seem so much crazier oh. than just the. Dialogue of it, right? Which, so, so I was, I was kind of surprised, and everybody was like, "Did you see the Eastwood thing?" I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He was just saying a bunch of stuff, but uh, I didn't really realize how crazy it was until I saw it after." Here's what my idea is, or my dream: mm-hmm. it's President Obama invites Clint Eastwood to the White House, right, for like a reconciliation, like when he had the beer with the. You know the the cop that right. <laughs> unfairly arrested the oh right, right. Louis sure, Gates sure. or whoever it right. was. Um, so he invites Clint Eastwood to the White House, and he's in the White House, and Clint Eastwood comes in, and President Obama extends his hand, you know, for a reconciliation handshake, and um, you know, Clint Eastwood extends his old his old grizzled hand out, and then President Obama. Jerks his hand away and does that thing where you slick your hair back and goes, yeah. ooh. <laughs> and then he just leaves. Like, remember when they killed uh, Osama bin Laden and he was like, he just left? You know what right, I'm talking about? Right, right. He's like, dun, 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 right. dun, 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 dun. That's what he does. And Clint Eastwood just standing there like, what? Oh, I just got burned. And then Joe Biden comes up behind him and pants him. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be a classy response. What yeah. if Joe Biden got got down on his hands and um, knees and behind him and then Obama a Secret Service agent? Yeah. No, because Obama's gone Oh, he's now. gone right now. The Secret <laughs> Service agent pushes him over. <laughs> and then he dies because he's so old. He's got this, you know, osteoporosis. No, sure. He dies of osteoporosis. He's like unbreakable. <laughs> like Sam Jackson. <laughs> And unbreakable. Yeah, all right. You know, I keep wondering what they're going to do because I think the VMAs, Kevin Hart's hosting the VMAs on Thursday, and I think the DNC's final night is Thursday night. Isn't that Obama's 
Oh, Except is it really? I think, well, the DNC is the 4th through the 6th, and the VMAs are on the 6th, so I'm assuming on the 6th. I could have my dates totally wrong, but I'm just like, what are they going to do? Because I want to see what both are going to do with this Clint Eastwood thing. <laughs> Obviously, I think Kevin Hart's going to do something crazy, and I think that President Obama has – you have to acknowledge well, it. I, I mean, think that with, Ke- with, it, with Kevin Hart – I think it's like the Tina Fey, Sarah Palin situation where the resemblance between Hart and Eastwood is so strong. It's true. If he doesn't do an impression. Yeah, you know it's like, I mean? like, it seems crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I'm just hoping he'll be, you know, they could superimpose him in the chair. Mm-hmm. You know, and replay Clint's speech or something, yeah, you know, something yeah. fun like that. But, you know, whatever. But I don't know. I think Obama has to do something. I, people keep saying, you know, don't stoop to that level. It's whatever. I'm like, well, stoop to what level? That was awesome what Clint did. It was hilarious. <laughs> if you didn't laugh at that, you're a stick in the mud. If you're not, a, regardless of your party affiliation. It was I like that you're for, on a first name basis with Clint. Yeah, East man, Clint. Clint. Yeah. Man, Clint. I, when I used to work at the opera in San Francisco, all the guys that worked on the opera, you know, because the opera is like a huge production. I, You know what? I need to take this opportunity to say this. Uh-oh. Fuck the opera. Oh, there it is. Taking a, there con- it is. Taking a controversial there stance in an election year. Yikes. Because You're going to lose here's voters. The thing. Like, it wasn't until I worked at the opera that I realized how expensive it is not to buy a ticket but to put on an opera. Oh, yeah. Do you sure. know what I mean? Oh, it's crazy expensive. There's like – there are seriously like a hundred stagehands yeah. working on, on an opera production. The sets are massive. They're all moving it is parts. insane. And it, it's just a service for our richest citizens yeah. and a few gay men. Like that's yeah. it. I'd venture like to in say San more Francisco, than a few. There's like a there's yeah. a group of you know they they sell those tickets where you can stand behind the main thing and like those dudes the the sort of clean cut middle aged gay guys that bought those tickets were deeply passionate opera oh, fans yeah. for whom and everyone else wasn't paying any attention at all <laughs> and I'd be like this has to cost five million dollars and they got grants for this. Okay, so that's not what I wanted to say. So you're suggesting a Fitzcarraldo situation where you put the opera on a steamship mm-hmm. and Absolutely. you drive it Send around it the Amazon. Yeah, yeah I think, While you, know, you smoke a cigar on the deck. My solution to most things is to Fitzcarraldo it. Yeah. Bring in Werner Herzog somehow and yeah. see what he can do with it. Yeah. Like, for example, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are upset about the Social Security and, you know, the problem with funding entitlement programs. I'd love to see what Werner Herzog can do with that. <laughs> ah. You know, that's a classic example of man fighting forces that are more than he can control. What, you know, what would he do? Would Nicolas Cage be involved, potentially? <laughs> you Why know? wouldn't he be involved? Yeah, they wanted to succeed. Would they use that, would they use that hologram <laughs> technology? For success. Would they use that hologram technology to bring in Klaus Kinski? Oh. You got to figure once they do hologram Tupac, they're going to bring in hologram Klaus I'm, Kinski. I'm actually upset the lack of numerous holograms. It's like that's the only one we have. <laughs> yeah, the hologram thing really, really not came to a screeching you would, halt. <laughs> you would think that by now, I mean, it has been like six months. You'd think that by now, Ray Manzarek would have gotten, <laughs> you know, hologram Jim Morrison. Yeah, to do it. He's like, I'd watch. A new, wait, a new low I can stoop to. <laughs> I'm t- I was at Coachella. Not to get off your opera thing. Yeah. We'll come right back to that. I was at Coachella. I saw it. It was phenomenal. It really was. It really was. The videos didn't do it justice. Really? It was, it was very cool in person. Oh. Very cool. Sorry. Uh, no, no. Um, Destroy impre- all dreams I'm of it being horrible. I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Impressed we wanted to laugh at it, Robin. No, we really were good. Wanting- yeah, yeah. Apparently, it's super expensive and it took like forever to do. Yeah. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh, so that's They say why- Michael Jackson's going to go on tour, though. Really? Hologram Michael Jackson. 
I would have a hard time not going to see Hologram Michael Jackson. Oh, I'm there. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm there. I'm crying and passing out. I feel very strongly about Michael Jackson. (laughs) Passing out. I thought I was was about – I was ready to go to London to see Michael Jackson. Yeah. I have to say. No, I came real close. Listen, Um, Hologram Michael Jackson is the perfect thing. You can paint him the right color. Yeah. He won't touch anyone. If I was if if I like with each passing year What about I laser more... Macaulay Culkin? <laughs> Isn't that what he is? Oh yeah, Macaulay Culkin <laughs> is a laser. Anyway, what I was gonna say about the opera yes. is so all these guys work on the opera and they're super like salty dudes because they're stagehands. Like there there is like a smattering of people that love opera that work at the opera for some because they love opera. Like there was one guy whose career it was he operated a parabolic he was a parabolic microphone operator professionally so he would go and work march madness he worked the NCAA basketball tournament because especially at the beginning there's like three games a day he would basically do a year's worth of work he'd make over the course of that 4 weeks or however whatever it is he'd make i think it was like $55,000 or something like that yeah. and he owned a ranch in far northern california that he would just live on for the rest of the year except during opera season he would come down to san francisco and do the opera cuz he loved the opera but mostly it was just salty stagehand dudes and the other job they had when it wasn't opera season cuz opera season only runs 3 or 4 months um is they would work <laughs> on san francisco movies and there aren't a lot of San Francisco movies, especially since this was after. There was like a, a brief heyday of San Francisco movies, which is the, the brief period where Whoopi Goldberg, Robin Williams, and Eddie Murphy were all famous at the same time. Oh, I thought it was when they made Milk. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is the beginning. Of, and then they were talking about Milk, too. Yeah, they were talking about yeah. it. And people were doing pre-production right, for that right. around town. I'm yeah. still stuck that opera has a three-month season, as if it, there's a cold-weather opera and a warm-weather <laughs> yeah. opera. But well, you know, it's lengths of cape. Oh, That's how you, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. What that makes sense. Of the, cape. Yeah. So there was a time when, like, yeah. Robin Williams could dictate where his movies shot. So they shot them all in San Francisco, where Robin Williams lives. Oh. Whoopi Goldberg at the time lived in San Francisco right. still, and she she would shoot her movies there. You know, like Sister Act or whatever. And Eddie Murphy lived in, I think he lived in like Sacramento or something, but he would shoot a lot of his movies in the Bay Area. <laughs> so this is like 1991 to 1996. But this was 1998, and that had gone. Mm. And the only person still shooting movies in San Francisco was Clint Eastwood. Um, he shot all his because he's he lives in Carmel or Monterey Where he or has whatever the golf course. Yeah, that, and right? and so he would shoot his movies in Northern California, um, you know, in in Sonoma or whatever. Right. And uh, so they all worked on Clint Eastwood movies, and they fucking loved. Clint Eastwood. They would talk shit about anyone, but they would kill you if you said a, 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 this half a second. Right. These are guys who would they, like during the opera. One of the, my best memories of working at the opera was it was Carmen or something like that, and uh, the show was starting, and just the stage electrician goes holds up a DVD. He goes, "Starship Hooters." And everybody went into the stage elect- oh electrician's God. office to watch Starship Troopers. <laughs> oh, you, well, was it Starship? You said Starship Hooters. Hooters? That's what the they called version. it. Oh, okay. Oh, I it was just not there watching the porn version. version. No, oh, okay. they just oh. liked the different Hooters in the film. Yeah, the regular film. There are some oh. pretty good Hooters in Starship Troopers. And so, but but if you said one half of an unkind word about Mr. Eastwood. Hmm. They all called him Mr. Eastwood to each other. Oh, they would hate me for calling him Clint. Yeah, that's yeah. what being made so, me think of being it. Being so informal. I'm impressed that, you're a, you're, that you have such an intimate relationship with Mr. <laughs> well, Eastwood. 
Or lack of respect, really, is what it comes down to. <laughs> You're just rude to just, Eastwood. You know what? Screw him. Suck no, no, no. He, he actually, he made me laugh so hard. Oh, in his career, and then also this week. <laughs> you know that Gran Torino wasn't a comedy, right? That's a lie. Yeah, it was it's a, a laugh, comedy. Right. It's a laugh. Oh, right. I, a stand, laugh I stand corrected. Yeah. I stand corrected. It was, Actually, this uh, new movie, I'm wondering how this is going to affect. I, I think it's going to sell more tickets, to be honest. Someone was I telling wonder. me that they thought he did it to promote his movie. And I said, had I to. Was like, had to. But what? What would make? I mean, I guess he's eighty-two or whatever. He doesn't he, give a fuck. He he's doesn't like, give a shit about anything. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna go up there. Well, first of all, you have to know that Clint Eastwood is thinking, I'm going to murder this. Like, I yeah. like this whole bit. I'm gonna right. have a chair. I'm gonna be gruff and like classic Clint Eastwood. And like, he's like, and you know what? I deserve to be here. Yeah. I was, I was the mayor of Carmel. <laughs> there you go. Carmel by the sea. Maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> Carmel apples. I you know, can't take credit for that. Clip. I know. <laughs> just, it just sounds like a yeah, dessert, a popular Carmel dessert. Corn. You didn't do yeah. that. Yeah, you didn't do that. No, it wasn't you. No. Um, what's, <laughs> what's going on with you, Jordan? What's what's happening in your life? Uh, do you have well, any dreams? Uh, no, no, no <laughs> dreams. Get uh, those up years I've, ago. Yeah, yeah. Those. That's. I'm. I'm just waiting for Jordan, death. Just picture at this point. Just picture it. Uh, too slow. Oh, burn. I think Obama would really like, I think that would do good for his image. If well, he what just do you did think? Do you think like... he should do something? Seriously, like next week at the DNC, you think he should? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think, yeah, I think I wonder what, I mean, I'm guessing there will be a, he'll have a some sort of celebrity it. cameo. Yeah. That'll be like, and you know, kind of an it. analog of Clint work. Eastwood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think he can get Bieber? I mean, I, I don't think know. he should try for I think Bieber. Bieber's Canadian, so he's kind of... So he's oh, that's right. I don't think he can Yeah, go. he's not allowed at the building. That's right. Yeah. I don't know. Let's see his birth certificate. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, right. Come on, Bieber. <laughs> he's Kenyan. I know it. Well, Bob Newhart had some very funny tweets that night. He said, uh, uh, yeah. I guess he was tweeting, he said, I heard Clint Eastwood's doing an impression of me at the RNC. I'm having my lawyers draft up papers. <laughs> And he said, you know, he was he's been going on lots of Twitter rants about it, I guess. Bob Newhart. Did you know that Bob, Bob Newhart, Newhart was active on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah, Bob Newhart's Bob Newhart's daughter runs his Twitter account. He calls her and tells her what to put on it. There oh, you go. That's nice. Isn't that great? That's he just nice. sent her a telegram. That's why to... all the tw- tweets have stopped. I, <laughs> I know that because I've been to Bob Newhart's house. That's I'm not true. trying to brag or anything, yeah. but I've been to Bob Newhart's house in his office where he keeps pictures of himself and various presidents. <laughs> that's that's the most awkward thing. Is like if the picture your ratio at your house is more of you, even if it's with other people, it makes people awkward for me. Mm. It makes, especially if you have kids and yeah. there's just pictures of you with people. That's, you know that's about weird. Hollywood, right? Have I've you heard been of to it. Hollywood? I've heard of it. Still trying to figure it out. Um, I, you know, it's it's so it's so funny. It's like the I feel like the Republicans do all this stuff to to young and diversify themselves. Uh, you know, they they pull a Paul Ryan, and then it's like, okay, they well, try we try and find a Cuban guy they know. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, no greater kinship than the kinship between the largely <laughs> Mexican American Latino population yes. of the United States, right, and the, the hundred thousand yeah. Cubans that all live yeah. in Miami, right. Yeah. And yeah, and it's like, okay, well, that we we're not allowed a- to visit. Yeah. <laughs> Right. It's like, oh, we should probably get a celebrity. Oh, let's take the the oldest, whitest guy there is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Way to reach out. Um, uh, to uh, to redirect a little bit, I'm I'm having a little bit of a um, little bit of I'm having kind of a uh, some social discomfort. Ooh, really? And uh, maybe you kind of wanted to ask your guyses and the listeners. Maybe advice. we could offer some social lubricant. <laughs> that would be nice. Thank you. Uh, Let to, me go to Seven Eleven real quick. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
so it, I am. I was asked to plan or to help in the planning of a good friend's bachelor party. Oh God, uh, Robert, have you had to do any kind yes. of wedding yes. stuff? Yes, and I have vowed never again. Okay, because you had a bad all experience. of my sisters and or best friends, except for my one sister, are, are are married or have kids. I've had to plan baby showers, bachelor parties, wedding engagement parties. Oh, it's so you've had it's... had to buy a lot of stuff that's shaped like a penis. Yes, and I've had to wear eat. Uh, wear, eat, buy, sell, whatever, hang things that are shaped like penises, and it is embarrassing, and I refuse to do it ever again. We should mention that, that you just pulled just this long scroll of verbs yep, out of I your did. pocket. Yeah. I did, I did, and and it hurt me to go through it. Just at the top, it says shaped like penis verbs. <laughs> <laughs> wear, eat, buy, yes, sell, mold, water ski. <laughs> <laughs> I was never good at Mad Libs. <laughs> Dispose of? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Dispose yes. of. Dispose of. Yet. Um, anyway, so so uh, this a, a good buddy of mine is uh, is getting married and, uh, you know, and I am kind of the odd man out in the um, in the wedding party because I am I'm the one guy who hasn't known him since high school. OK, you're I'm the like, new friend. Yeah, he's from he's from uh, he's from San Diego. And, you know, all the guys are from San Diego. And yeah. I am the kind of the one L.A. friend that's right. been invited into the bachelor party. And so and there's there's been a long established best man. Uh, you know, just his number one bro from high school is going to be the best man. And um, but he kind of asked me to kind of weigh in on the bachelor party stuff and i think the kind of the reasoning was that like you know it's it's like you're you know when you become a when you become friends with someone they kind of tend to to uh, see you as they met you you know it's like everybody's got their they have a hard time yeah you know you're yeah they have a hard time kind of realizing the ways in which you've grown so the party you plan for you know for this, for you know, my thirty-three-year-old buddy, yeah, is probably different than the party he would have wanted planned for him at you know eighteen. Right? I know exactly what you're talking about because just the other day, uh, one of my l- sort of lifelong best mm-hmm. friends, Adam Katz, uh, who I've known since I was eleven and he was ten, wow. uh, texted me that he was going to a nineteenth-century baseball game. <laughs> oh, which is something. What? That, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So but, everyone's overweight. Like all the players are like Babe Ruth it's bodies. Great. This is pre Babe Ruth. There's oh, no pre nineteenth century. No gloves. Sometimes guys don't wear shoes. <laughs> Um, you catch it with your bare hands, and you have to yell nineteenth century stuff. We've covered this on the program yeah. before. Oh my god, that's awesome! But suffice it to say, leg it, striker to the line, sure. etc. Oh wow! Um, you but, know, usually in baseball, you know, when they have to hit a home run, it's like, oh, there's the 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 deals of if you hit a you know a floating uh, taco. Out behind right. the stand, everybody gets a taco. Right here, they're aiming for a big picture of the Kaiser. Hilarious! Are they hitting with and the, everyone gets like a free paddle? Kaiser roll? If Hilarious. they hit the Kaiser, yeah. they get a fine fat goose. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they get. Yeah. So um, wow. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I would imagine that since this buddy is since this buddy is from San Diego. They would want to take him to a volleyball and flip flops themed party, mm, <laughs> right? Classy. Where maybe they at, at the end they would. Go get on a destroyer and launch a sea to air missile. Yeah, sure, you know, makes Sandy, sense. Typical San Diego weekend. Yep. San Laying Diego back. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> hanging out, launching <laughs> a missile. Um, so, you know, it, so 
so he and so kind of here's the the here's what the little thing we cooked up together yes. was that like okay well and he's no, like wait this is you and the groom or this, this is me is and the groom friend uh, okay. this is me and the groom I okay. have not I, so he's in on it he knows what's yeah going yeah on. so he kind of he's like hey would you kind of you know help help with this got it so so he's like so he's like I want to get those guys out of out of San Diego I want to get them out of you know outside of that that. You know, you want to get them out of their element, get them confused, yeah. get, them <laughs> get them drunk in a strange place, right. far from home. Exactly. Uh, we're going to introduce them into like a cockfight situation. Yep. We're going yep. to uh, tie razors to their legs. Yep. Um, so you tie know, more razors to their. Legs. Yeah, they're already. They're some, from San Diego. Right? They already yeah, have yeah, some sure. razors, but they're dull. Yeah. <laughs> so you need a <laughs> sharpened razor. Uh, so so you know he's so we came up with like hey maybe we could yeah uh, you know there's that website Airbnb that lets you kind of rent houses rent oh yes house, yeah. yes so like hey maybe we'll rent um you know maybe rent a nice house down down by Malibu for the weekend and like you know the guys can come up the 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 guys will want to surf so they can surf during the day we'll like barbecue during the night and then maybe you know we'll get uh you know we'll get a we'll get a limo or something into the into into the city for kind of a night out. Um, cockfighting. Yes. <laughs> and we'll go down to Tijuana for a cockfight. <laughs> makes cockfights, we should explain. This is a classic San Diego activity where two San Diego dudes mm-hmm. take their cocks out yep. and fight with them. Yeah. Yeah. While eating a burrito that has French fries in it. Uh-huh. Classic. Um, and then, so, uh, so, you know, so I, I kind of put together this email with the kind of, kind of this list of, you know, some, Airbnb links and it's like, hey, here's the, you know, here's some stuff I'm thinking of. You know, here's a couple of different prices, you know, we can do. Um, this is so much more than any guy ever does, P.S. This is good for you. I'm, I'm on board. You, I'm on board. You. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Jordan's got some experience. He's been a, he's done a few best mans. Jordan mm-hmm. ran point on my own bachelor party as my, mm-hmm. my best man. My younger brother was a little too young yeah, yeah. to operate that equipment. Um, so, you know, I hopped in the steam shovel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We did like a construction theme. Yeah. <laughs> Hard I'm super, what, was, what are those railroad I'm things? Really that, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we did, we did a hobo's getaway. Yes! yes! What are those called? I don't know, but the things that you kind of seesaw and you have to yeah. have two people. All right, I don't know. And we, yeah, and we ran we... from a group of bumbling policemen. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so anyway, so I send this email and then from the... The best man, I, I get a, a, a kind of a curt email back. Oh, you sent it to the group, not just to the group. To the group, yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay, He's like, mistake one. So it was kind of like, um, hey, I've got this. We're doing it at my place in San Diego. <gasps> this is so the movie Bridesmaids. You realize this. Right. So far. Here's the thing. Okay. And so I had to talk That's to my buddy. That's when the explosive diarrhea <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yes. And then you try to undress it. And you shat cameo them. from Terry Crews. <laughs> um... So I then I kind of re-synced up with my buddy and I'm like, hey, I, I sent this and and it seemed like they weren't into it. And he's like, yeah, well, the, he's like, they, you know, these guys are, they're they're a little bit broke. And so I think they are going to kind of push back against Yeah, they heard that, Malibu and Limo and they were like, screw you. Right. So they, so. They're so, in the flip-flop business. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, and that's, and that got, I mean, that's absolutely understandable. It's yeah. like, and, and they are also having a destination wedding. They oh, so God. already they invested really heavily in cargo shorts in like 2009. It did right? not and work it's out just well. Just starting to slide. Yeah. Um, anyways, and so, uh, so, so, so that's kind of what we're, we're fighting against is like, oh, well, the, like, kind of him and I would like to kind of plan something bigger and more elaborate, but these guys are, are on a budget. Got it. 
And then I realized that this is Bridesmaids and I am Rose Byrne. You are. You are. <laughs> I am the Rose Byrne character. You are. I was great in X-Men. Yep. Um, all yeah. The, all downhill after that. So I kind of don't know how to proceed. Um, right. So that's where it is right now. Yeah, yeah, get everyone a puppy. No, that did not work out. Did you finish watching Bridesmaids? I did not know. Yeah, I watched about three quarters yeah, of Bridesmaids. Yeah, no, it didn't work out yeah. well. You should finish it. Yeah. You should finish it. Continue <laughs> with this totally conversation. change your mind. Go watch it now. We're going to go out. You're going to buy it on iTunes. Yep. Hey, guys, I'll be back in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you keep the Bridesmaids DVD with you. It's true. You're going to be back in tears. Well, I figured yeah. I wanted to finish it out at some point. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. Um, uh, so, okay. So, the... so. Do you think it's it's a territorial thing? Do you think the best man is coming like, hey, who's this dude who emailed us? Or do you think it's up to the groom to say to his best man, like, hey, I wanted Jordan to do this because, you know, he's the L.A. guy and I just want to take some pressure off of you. Sure. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. it. I don't. Right. I don't know if he enlisted me to, like, fucking run this party. Right. Or if it, you know. Yeah. So I don't know what what my responsibility is in this situation. Like, do I. Have you talked to the groom? I have talked to the groom. What does he say? Uh, he just says, "Man, that sucks." He's yeah. He's he's I the mean, worst. He, he realizes he realizes that this is a sticky situation. Okay, and we're kind of both figuring out how to suss it out. But I kind of wanted to see. I think what, my advice. Yeah, didn't ask for it. You're gonna get it. Okay. Uh, I think you need to. I did ask for. It. I think I asked okay, for. Okay, good. It. Yeah. All right, cool. I think then you're not gonna get it. I'm okay. gonna be quiet. No, no. Me, <laughs> I need it. Uh, I think you should definitely. Uh, uh, bow out, give mm-hmm. it to give it to the uh, high school friend. I think you have yeah. to, and you get to save money. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, but if the groom is like, look, I really want to, like, if he's really hardcore and he's like, I'm really into this Malibu thing, yeah. then you're gonna have to eat the cost of it, which really sucks. right. Yeah, then I then I'll have to be the yeah. yeah. And I don't think I'm quite ready to go to go there. But so. I would say because I've been in that situation too, where I've been like the fourth bridesmaid, and like somebody's got their girlfriend that they've you know they've sure. been some friends since they were three and I'm they're all making jokes all weekend and I'm like I don't know any of these jokes but I think you have to bow out let him let him handle it and uh, just know that's gonna suck okay yeah I'm gonna have a real weird weekend sleeping on some guy's floor in San Diego no 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 you get your own hotel okay no no, I can do that (laughs) I Um, think I think yeah so and just be clear to your friend that's getting married that look you know I don't want to step on any yeah but at the same time you only do shit five star I mean, that's yeah, true. That's, that's kind of. I have for you. It needs. You're at like Hotel Coronado on the island. Sure. You're hanging out, shooting poison darts at them, sleeping on the beach. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Because when you roll five stars, you have you bring your own blowgun. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Ow. Ow. <laughs> I dip it in the in the venom of the dip Amazon frog. First, yep. you dip it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. That's yep. Julia Child explaining how to. <laughs> Make a poison dart. <laughs> First you dip it. First you chip it. And then you shoot it. That's also her recipe for heroin. So it's, it's Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. No, I mean I did I did I had a blog for a while where where um I went through Julia Child's book of hard drugs <laughs> and I tried one a day. Yeah, one a day for a whole year. They made a movie about it. It was called Train Spot. It ruined your relationship. It was not a faithful adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> it was called The Devil Wears Meth Scars. It was really weird. <laughs> right. It's on <laughs> VOD now. How <laughs> did not is not in theaters. How broke how broke are we talking about? I don't know. Sounds That's like a, a m- problem here. Yeah. I mean the problem is you can't tailor this to them because you don't have the information. That's sure. true. That's a good I point. I need bank statements. 
tax returns the last seven years, fellas. I mean, these yeah. guys, do you think it's just like these guys are each willing to put 100 bucks towards this, but that's going to that's gonna be in $1 bills? Yeah. Because they're bail strippers? No, because they're going to give spend it on strippers. Because they're panhandlers. Oh, okay. Oh, oh I went a different oh, way. Right, yeah, I went yeah, a different yeah. way. Yeah. We all, we all thought something we fun did. and different. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't. Because they're all George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, you know, it's like I never thought I would come up in a snobs versus slobs situation and be the snob. I right? guess I'm the, I'm the country club people in you Caddyshack. Are. You are. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, and that's why you that explains those plaid pants. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. I was wondering. Well, do you think um so you don't know what they do for a living? Uh I th- he uh I think he met a lot. He used to work uh we met working at uh, Fuel TV but he used to work construction before that. So I think these No, guys but are I mean his in, best friend. I oh, so they're all yeah, in construction. Yeah, I think a lot of these guys are in construction. They make good money? I know, right? What? I know. Maybe, Dude, maybe more money. than me. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking they make pretty decent money. Sure. I think it's a territory thing. It I might think be. this yeah, guy peed on a, you sure. and was like, We're going, that's yeah. my friend. So, anyway. but fine, fine, dude. Let's see how good it is. Sure. Cause Are you prepared to deal with a locals only situation yes. in the booth? Oh, yeah. Worse. Maybe I'm not. Don't you think there's some fucking rich guy surfer dude that's going to like hold your head underwater and kick you in the balls might, or whatever is, it is that they do? They might be setting you up. This might. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you. I was, oh, I feel maybe I'm more worried about that in San Diego. Right. That's well, right, because they're going to obviously move it to home turf. They're not going to do it in L.A. You're going to roll up in your vet convertible mm-hmm. with your with your surfboard sticking out the back. Ready to go. Like, you're going to be like, and you're going to take off your glasses and you're yep. going to say, here comes Doc Hollywood's surfer man. Right. Oh, you're going to jump on your board. Yep. Start cutting some waves. Yep. And that's when the trouble's going to start. That's and when then, it all starts. That's when the San Diego chicken's going to It's just boom, boom, boom. Not again. Are you thinking that they're setting me up to be murdered by the San Diego chicken? I mean, that's my thought with most questions. Yeah. But, you know. Can I recommend well, like a peace ritual? Yeah. You I mean, get everyone together in one room. Mm-hmm. And you don't even have to tell them what's going to happen. You just circle all, jerk. You just all <laughs> close eyes. <laughs> You close your eyes and hold your hands and you just go, San Diego, Supercharger, San Diego. And then this chorus of voices comes in. All these guys are inspired. San Diego, Superchargers. And then the groom says, charge. Circle jerk. And then you all circle. Then we all circle. circle I like that. I like that. That's fine. I think you have to send the group an email Mm -hmm. and say, hey, Fox. My bad. Thought you wanted to be classy. Hey, fuck. Yeah. Sorry no, no, no. you're a bunch of assholes. Yeah, no, I think you had to be like, hey, man, no worries. You know what I mean? You have to keep no, it really yeah, yeah. light, I, but I'll tell and you. And sure, you know, and I have to, like, keep keep this civil, you know, so I think this is something I yeah. cannot push back well, on. Well, let me is tell you. Is there a can compromise? Hearst Castle. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what's midway, what's midway between... Camp uh, Pendleton. You can go and shoot people. Camp Pendleton. Uh, yeah. uh, or, I or mean, Orange I would say San Juan Capistrano. Visit some of our... Uh, there is a petting zoo nature. there. There's a petting zoo. There's missions. Yeah, well, you could learn about California's history. Sure, we can just do a, do a little walking tour through missions. I think the historical element of any bachelor party is absolutely central. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why, it, it is necessary. That's why I was so appreciative that you scheduled my bachelor party on the free Freedom Trail, yeah, in Boston. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was really, really fun. Was really yeah, fun. remember we went to that Benjamin Franklin Museum? Yeah, 
the yeah. uh, and the Betsy Ross Strip Club. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that got wild. Hey, look yeah. out for needles. <laughs> um, the nice thing about the Betsy Ross Strip <laughs> what, Club, wooden sewing needles. Is, what, yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah, not like is they, needles. You give well, that goes down in the back room. You give them a penny, they're happy. You give them a nickel, they're fucking ecstatic. <laughs> yeah, and if you give not them a, a wooden nickel <laughs> and a barrel of salted pork. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you this quick, quick story, please. My girlfriend, one of my very good friends, mm-hmm. got married, was having a small bachelorette party. Six girls. So not that many people. Mm-hmm. Uh, some some of them can get <clears throat> out of control. Uh, so <laughs> it was between me and another girl to plan it. A couple of them play arena football. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're kind of ripped. Um, so it was this girl that – I almost said her name. It was this girl that she worked with, uh, had not known her even half as long as I had known her. First Lady Michelle Obama. First Lady mm-hmm. Michelle mm-hmm. Obama. The friend, and... by the way, is Valerie Jarrett, trusted <laughs> advisor of the Obama family. <laughs> you know me so well. Uh, so, so anyway, she, uh, my friend, sends out an email and says, "Hey guys, I want to get together for a really informal bachelorette party. Want all of you guys to be involved." Uh, and actually, I believe in the email said Robin's going to run point, so you guys all just organize with her. Mm-hmm. Meeting me. And this one girl takes it upon herself to email everyone else in the group and take my name off and go, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to plan this. This oh, is something boy. I really want to do for oh, her. Shit. And takes it on herself. So I haven't heard anything from any of the other girls. They haven't responded to my email. I'm like, oh, well, let's just get so like kind a of ho- All the while this planning is going on yes. without with yes. you thinking no oh. one's done anything and, yet. And yeah. I'm also planning. Uh-huh. So I'm planning. I'm getting a suite at the Renaissance and they want to go to a club in Hollywood and Highland. They want to have like – they all live out in like Pasadena or wherever and they want to have like kind of a Hollywood sort sure. of bachelorette. They want to so, go to that place uh, – that place with the sailor on it that only sells cream puffs. I don't know what that is, but it sounds it's amazing. It's Hollywood and Island. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it only sells cream puffs and their mascot is a sailor. Anyway. I like it. Beard Papa? So, I think it's Beard Papa. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. When you can't go to Fleet Week, go to Beard Papa. <laughs> so, plus, plus, wait a minute. <laughs> that, that got dramatically gayer than I expected. <laughs> Just dramatically. <laughs> it went from zero to ten. <laughs> that quick. <laughs> um, well, I can understand why you would want you to do some clubbing, go to the Ripley's Believe It or Not. <laughs> End up at Mel's. Yeah, drunk. Sure. Oh, yeah. So long story short, I finally get with my friend and I'm like, what is going on? No one's responding to my emails. I want to book this suite. Da, da, da. And mind you, this is the bachelorette party she wanted to have. We had talked about sure. it. And so whatever. She said... I guess what's-her-face is kind of taking it on. Like, she really wants to do this for me. I'm so sorry. I thought it was going to be you. This is like the night before the party, mind oh, you. Dear. This is oh, how long shit. this went on. And so I'm like, okay, fine. So just have her contact me and tell me what we're doing. That's fine. Like, I won't do anything. And so she was like, okay, she's going to call you. She sends me an email. Mind you, the party's supposed to start at like 9. She sends me an email at 8 p.m. Oh, when am I going to get this email on a Saturday night, 8 p.m., and is like, hey, we're all meeting at such and such and come here? Can I suggest – I don't mean to be <sighs> presumptuous, <laughs> yes. but Internet Cafe would be a good place <laughs> no, to get the email if you need somewhere no, to No, I got it on my yeah, phone. Yeah. I, I had an iPhone at the time. But oh. anyway. But, so I get it like around 9, like when they're supposed to meet up. But the problem is they're meeting up and all traveling as a group to like four different places. So I have no idea where to meet them or when they're going to be at wherever. And, and you mean you probably have a – you probably have a – Club getting ready for 
process that I imagine takes uh, takes a significant a part good of eight that minutes. hour. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. You throw in your I'm cargo shorts and flip flops <laughs> and go. Get so, your board, hop in the van. Exactly. Right. Get my Doc shades. Holiday sunglasses. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, long story short, I get there. Put some lotion on your new tattoos. <laughs> So I get to the I get to the venue sure. where I think they are. No one's answering their cell phone. I only have two of their cell phones. My they've taken my girlfriend's cell phone and turned it off, unbeknownst to her, because mm. they're like, "We just want you to enjoy your night." I'm beginning to think this is personal against me. Yeah. Turns out, and they were at the We Hate Robin Club. They were at the We Hate Robin Club. Didn't even know it existed. Oh boy. Long story short, a year later, I find out that this woman. Totally, uh, we we end up at a dinner together with our mutual friend, and I'm like, yo, whatever happened with the bachelorette party? And she's, I, I miss the whole thing, by the way. I miss the entire thing. Don't I don't know. end up meeting where they are. I'm like, I try to show up like stalker friend, and don't I don't find them. Um, and she's like, you know what? I felt intimidated, and I didn't want you there because I felt I like you knew her the longest, and I wanted to be her friend, and I was like. You're crazy, but at least I wasn't crazy for knowing that was going on. So this kind of stuff, the moral yeah. is, this stuff can take a weird turn if you don't make a real effort to kind of solidify yourself with the group. You know so what? I would say ingratiate yourself with yeah. the group. You know what I would say? Yeah, I, I just, I'm thinking about this parallel here. I just want to double check on something. Jordan, you're a lady, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're right. catty. And all like of this definitely catty. applies. You're yeah, yeah. super catty, right? And like super, super petty. <laughs> but yeah, maybe like a pre-bachelor party bro down is in order. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe. just kind of like get into the Catch zone with Catch a Padres them. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to the gas lamp district. Sure. When is this all supposed to someone? take place? <laughs> uh, this is, I think this is going to be the last week of September. So you, so you don't have, have a, a little time. time. Yeah. So you have a <laughs> he little said, time. you have a little time. I said, you don't have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, still, you're fucked. <laughs> there's still baseball season. You can still go to the Padres yeah, game. Sure. I really don't know a lot about San Diego. You could all go to the zoo. Mm-hmm. Zoo is amazing. <laughs> I do know that. I do know that I feel like amazing. when I. Amazing. You know, I'll just impress them with the funny ways in which I pronounce words. There you go. Gauze, They're probably gauze. the kind of guys. When well, you're talking about some construction guys from San Diego, they're definitely into that. Yeah, they're super yeah. into that. Uh, do you also want to call the golf law? Golf law. Gostrick. They're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> That's the demo for that. Uh, <laughs> They're like, do you guys watch the Californians? San Diego surfer guy. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Anyway. I think that's not a bad idea, bro down before. Yeah, no, I think I think or at yeah, least maybe connect on the emails down. and be yeah. like, I'm totally down with whatever you guys want to do. Is you know? there something that you is there something that's like this Malibu plan that you could yeah. afford to spring for the main party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you that question as or a were side they, thing. Or is it still like them? Like what about Palm contest? Springs? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they are all sixty-year-old uh, gay men, <laughs> so I think we'd really enjoy ourselves Check. there. Check. Um, no, no, I think I think maybe there is a happy medium. Mm-hmm. Like, I think maybe if I could spring for like the nice house rental in San Diego, I mean, a that's cheaper than the Malibu one. Yes. Uh, without having priced it, I'm almost positive it is. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that's something I can afford on my own. Like maybe I can get the nice house rental, and everybody can at least have the kind of the nice. Home base to hang out at and party at, but you they could don't, like, you know. Or you could pay. You could offer to pay for the the price difference between prostitutes and escorts. Mm. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just push it it's up. A tricky situation. Everybody's got different tastes. That's right. true. That's yeah, true. maybe they they want the. Some people want something a little saltier, a little <laughs> yeah, spicy, mm-hmm. salty. Sure, sure. Wait a minute, spicy? That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> 
I tweeted once. You know, black girls hate being called sassy. Just mm-hmm. FYI. Oh, okay. I'm black radio or podcast world. Is this the radio? What is this? Uh, Gia. Um, so this is the Howard Stern what show. Is this? Yeah. Uh, where am I? Bob, I'm um, Baba Booey. So, I'm Rush Limbaugh. Thank you. Thank you. You look great. Thank you. Um, I've lost a lot of weight. Yes. Become younger. Lost all of my convictions. Yes, you have. Uh, you are all not of my committed. money. All of my money as well. Um, wow. Yeah. No. So Hard black times. black girls hate being called sassy, and Latin girls especially, I guess, hate being called spicy. Right? I found out. Yes, mm-hmm. I guess that's Twitter, true. Yes, as you would know, as a as a Latina. Yes. <laughs> um, I see you're Michelle Rodriguez, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was on Twitter. I said, I wonder if if if. You know, Hispanic women hate being called sassy or uh, spicy as much as black women hate being called sassy. And the overwhelming response was yes. Yeah, mm. I believe that. Yeah. I so believe you're that. right. I am racist, apparently. Yeah. It's like how spicy. it's like how us public radio hosts dislike being called thoughtful. Mm. <laughs> Eskimos are really? so thoughtful. It's oh, yeah. Because like, it's almost condescending. It's right? Cliched, yeah. right? Yeah. You're like, oh, so I'm boring. Okay. Yeah. Eskimos exactly. hate being called blubbery. Yep. <laughs> yep. They yep. hate being called snow. Yeah. There's just a lot of words for it in your people's language. Yeah, I it's wish I knew an avoid. Eskimo. I think you have to look for a mi- middle ground. Yeah. I think. No, yeah. I, think you, I think so. I think there is probably a compromise. I just haven't figured it out. You have to figure out yeah. what is the one cool element that you can pay for completely. So you're right. not asking for anything from sure. them that takes it out of their just uh, playing video games in yeah somebody's yeah. dorm. I mean, it, it, I'm not saying that, <laughs> and this they're not won't. in college, mind you. That's the I'm not part. saying that, they live in a dorm. Mm. Yeah, the, I'm not saying this won't involve playing video games. Hopefully, yeah, no, if it, it involves will. playing video games, you'll. I at mean, least in get my a, in my dream version, it did. You'll get a projector, at right? Least, yeah, right. Yeah. You can oh, do it on the sweet. side of a house or something. That would be, cool. that would be a be lot sweet. of fun. But I think you have to you have to move it out of their direct zone of influence. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can't you can't be just in their normal world. And that's the other thing about making this party is that you have to make it something that is outside of their normal world anyway for it to be a quality, memorable bachelor party. That's sort of the premise of a bachelor party is that it's a once in a lifetime event in whatever way because – the person's life is going to end Shortly because after. I am a, <laughs> yeah. a male comedian from 1986. <laughs> um, but Richard Jenny, everyone, Richard Jenny. <laughs> but I mean, I think I think you know what I mean. Like it has, there has to be something distinct about it. Yeah, yeah, no, right. And I, yeah, and and there I has think to be something that you can come up with the, the four hundred bucks for. Right, four hundred bucks is, is a thing? lot of money. But yeah. if if it's a friend that you're, oh, I guess you have to spend money on destination wedding as yeah. well. Oh but, God! You know, if if it's somebody whose wedding party you're in, it's a significant bond, and you know something that costs that much money that, that you can find that rather than having to do something that costs two thousand, you have to split it with everybody. Yeah, right. Okay. And you just had to be careful. I mean, is it that thing? If it's such an ego thing, if you if you're like, guys, let's not do a hostel, let's do a hotel. Right. Are they going to be offended? Like, what are you trying to say? Like, if they're a bunch of meatheads, you know, are they yeah. like meatheads? Is what uh, people what that's who Robin calls the poor. <laughs> that's right. What, that's how right. the poor. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it's true. 
Oh, did I mention <laughs> me that and the- Mitt Romney? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. <laughs> me and Clint Eastwood right, called meatheads. Right. It's one of those coded words. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's like true. how the Republicans have been running all those campaign advertisements about uh, lazy people on welfare. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. Job creators, meatheads. Yeah. Did I dichotomy m- mention that all the guys are juggalos? <laughs> <laughs> I should have said that early. I should juggalos. What's a juggalo? Uh, someone who's a, a fan of the insane clown posse. Oh, and puts on makeup. Sorry. Not down with them, apparently. Yeah. I just thought it was like a gigolo with like oh, they're really all, big man boobs. They're all male prostitutes. Yeah, a, <laughs> a very unfit male prostitute. That would be a horrible male prostitute. <laughs> Can you imagine the male prostitute at the gathering of the juggalos? Yeah. He's like, hey, guys, anybody want to do some hustling with me? Hey, I'm a male prostitute. Does anyone want to have male-on-male sex with a male prostitute right. here I stress at the male. gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah. I'm wearing a little bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how you'll know me. Wait, so what's up with Insane Clown Posse? What are they doing these days? Uh, they're, uh, they've been declared a gang by the FBI. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, the FBI said that that uh, that Juggalo is yes. a is a is a is a gang. I don't know. So I guess anytime a Juggalo kills someone or steals it's a hate uh, steals crime. go-go taquitos from a 7-Eleven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah it's some sort They've of got to cure their yeast thing. infections just like the rest That's of us. That's true. Juggalos get yeast infections. Maybe more often. <laughs> they, they, just smash, they just smash the shit out of that, that taquito display. Right. You know that yep. big that big window yep. over the rollers? Yep. Just smash that and just reach in. They're like, ah! Because they have to touch the hot rollers yeah. to get the tattoos. They don't understand. But it's yeah, fucking yeah. worth it. You sure. Know? They're so it's good. It's always worth it's it. It's so good. And they are so high, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Munchies, man. <laughs> Munchies. <laughs> you know what I'm talking I do. about. I are do. Trekkers now a gang also then? Yeah, they are. They perpetrate a lot of crimes. Mm-hmm. Against uh, sanitation, am I right? There's they smell bad. Yes, fucking nerds. Richard Jenny, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you get so many angry tweets. Oh boy, one is coming from me as soon as I can figure out how to work Twitter. Oh. Um. So yeah. So I think that's. I think what I'm doing now is I'm kind of looking for that compromise. Yeah. I think that yes. is like. Yeah. Maybe it is like having the house rental. Maybe getting the cool beach. I like house, that. But in San Diego. I like then, that. You know, and then just kind of, kind of, or, you know, yeah, maybe I, anyway, something like that. You know what I say you go to? I say you get to Carlsbad. Oh, Here's my recommendation please. for you. Now we're talking. Go to I Carlsbad. Like I like this. You go to that German delicatessen where you pick out a piece of meat and then they cook it for you. Yep. Okay. Three times a day over the course of a three day week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking bachelor party. Gold. Yeah. Yeah. There's at least nine different types of meat you can yeah. eat. You can take them home. Do they Savor have them an, later? Do they have an area where we can do a circle jerk? Like a well, like a back like a banquet room or it's a... called a delicatessen. Yeah. Mm. In the delicatessen. Yeah, I Great. think it's one time I got an email about when, when I went when when we did a Jordan Jesse go long ago where I talked about this place in Carlsbad. Mm-hmm. I got an email maybe two months ago. From someone who said that was one of the most important things that had ever happened on a podcast because it reaffirmed their identity as a Carlsbadian. I received, I received My multiple sister lives in Vista. She's that. right by there. Next yeah. time I go down, I'll have to check this, that place this out. This fucking German deal. I don't have no idea wait. what it's called, but it is I can't the wait. best thing ever. I can't it's wait. Just, there's just all these dried and, you know, uh, so- dried meats and sausages and yeah, all sorts steaks of krauts and, and krauts sausages and, and yeah. Again, that's racist. But. It's not because my father is German, so it's not. Oh, okay. I can say it. 
Anyway, we'll be back in just a second <laughs> on, on a very spicy episode <laughs> spicy of, and Jordan, sassy. of Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Robin Theater, you're a very special guest. Hey, let's talk about sponsors for a second. First of all, got a question? Why not ask Metafilter? You should. That's a new slogan I just improvised for Ask Metafilter. It's really Got a question? Ask Metafilter. I like it. it. Does it work? I mean, I feel like I'm definitely selling it with the delivery, but if I remove that perfect, near-perfect delivery, would it still work? I think the problem is that it is not clever at all or in, in any way surprising. <laughs> it's a new twist on an old classic. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I love it. Uh, I got love a it. question? Ask Metafilter. Online yeah. at ask.metafilter.com. It's a great place to get your questions answered and search for other people whose answers have been questioned. That's great. Yeah. Again, I, I mean, feel not, like the thing oh, is, and by is great, it's hard I mean to eva- great, grating. It's hard to evaluate if you remove my performance. Yeah. You know, it's sort of like it's tough. It's like would Ace Ventura have been funny if you remove Jim Carrey's performance from yeah. it? Yeah, you know, it's such an essential part of it. Sure. And I'm worried that if they try that if Ask Metafilter tries to use this without my near perfect comic chops. Mm-hmm. Um, well, anyway, look. Just go to. But ask. they don't have to. Just go to. Ask Listen, Metafilter. we don't have. That's just a fantasy scenario. Hey, and Abundatrade is back this week. That's terrific. We love Abundatrade. Absolutely. This is a website that you can use to. You can basically, if you want, you can just go through your house, get every CD and book and video game and whatever that you don't want. Even now, old certain kinds of old electronics. Put them in a box. Mail them to Abundatrade. Abundatrade will sell them on the internet for you. And if you're looking for books, CDs, mm-hmm. Abundatrade has them. Yeah, Abundatrade has them. Hey, did you know that JJ Go customers will receive an extra 10% on their trade-in if you go to Abundatrade.com slash JJ Go? Hey, and free shipping on all trade-ins valued at $25 or greater. I guess if you go to Abundatrade.com slash jjgo.php, you really can't go wrong. This is going to change your life like it's this is like a great elementary school teacher. Yeah. Of websites. So you're saying this is like Mrs. Christian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, uh, we are going to be at the San Francisco Burrito and Comedy Festival Yeah. Uh, in October, October 11th through 13th. Um, we're going to do Jordan, Jesse Go and International Waters at this thing. This thing is going to be a blast. I might actually be doing a little stand-up comedy Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. You will be doing so, a little stand-up yes, comedy. Yes, lots of, lots of uh, you and I at the San Francisco Burrito and Comedy Festival. If you go to, uh, if you go to their website, uh, which I don't have in front of me right now, but if you go to Jesse, their... it's the sfcomedyandburritofestival.com. Oh, great. sfcomedyandburritofestival.com. You get $5 off, uh, you get $5 off your festival pass if you use the code MAC. Fun and there are a bajillion great comedians performing at this festival. This is a real knockdown, drag out operation. Um, an old friend of the, uh, an old friend of the show, super long time Max Funster, who I've known since my days working at the SF Sketchfest, Amin uh, Bulbari, is putting on this thing. He's a great guy, a real burrito connoisseur. This mm-hmm. is a man I trust making burrito and comedy judgments Good. both. And as you know, those are basically the two closest things to my heart. This is. I'm basically saying this is equivalent to me saying that I trust him to fuck my wife. Oh. That's where we're at with my how important burritos and comedy are to me. <laughs> so, you know, me and me you you can come, you can you can hang out with me and I mean, we'll talk about El Farolito. 
We'll talk about whether the El Farolito in the OMI is better than El, Far- El Faro in the mission. And then you can fuck one of these burritos. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and we're also oh we're also going to be in Los Angeles at the LA Riot Festival. Yeah. Um, tickets for that are on sale now. Go to maximumfun.org. The uh, panel is on the right hand side. Buy your tickets. Don't miss us. Yeah, it's a uh, UI and uh, throwing shade. Yeah, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. Our pals uh, Brian and Aaron are going to be there, and uh, maybe we're going to have a special guest. Yeah, we'll probably have a special. We'll probably guest. have a pretty special I, guest. Look, we're gonna we're gonna Guys. bring in this. Bit. Come on, yeah. This is Hollywood. Yeah, the heart of show business. Of course, we're going to have a special guest. Mr. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> An empty chair. And I also wanted to take this opportunity to offer some congratulations to our friends at Stop Podcasting Yourself. I don't know if you heard about this, Jordan. They just went to the uh, Canadian Comedy Awards in Toronto, Canada. You probably heard of Toronto, Canada. The T dot, <laughs> as cardinal cardinal official is known to call it, and uh, they won the best comedy award, po- uh, the bo- best comedy podcast award. Hey, there. well deserved, I'd say. Yeah, Graham and Dave the are the best. best. Congratulations, yeah. well done, guys. Graham and Dave. Uh, but watch out. We're coming for you next year. <laughs> In the non-Canadian category. Yeah, presumably. We yeah. presume there's a non-Canadian category. It's us and Bieber. Mm-hmm. We're teaming up to get into Bieber, the Canadian. Bieber's Canadian. But he's grandfathering us into the Canadian. That's oh, what I'm saying. okay. It's we're teaming up with Justin Bieber. That's what's going to let us get into the Canadian category, and then we're going to kick the shit out of Graham and Dave and stop podcasting yourself. Yeah, fuck them. Just kick them square in the nuts. Mm-hmm. If you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse, go Teresa at MaximumFun.org. Send her an email. Or if you want to just get up on the Jumbotron, just share a little message. Wish somebody happy birthday. Tell some people about your what have artisanal you? something made of felt on Etsy. <laughs> just go to MaximumFun.org. So, you know, like an artisanal honey yeah. made of felt. Go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Desi Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Robin Thede. How did I get here? Oh, you were invited. Oh, that's right. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it's a delight to have you. Uh, super, superstars, um, mega writer, Robin Thede. One of the most, I like that. One of the most successful comedy writers we've ever had oh, on this program. Oh, my God. Yeah. You, really? That's it's, a lie. It's mainly homeless people. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so, then that yeah, makes so sense. So you are. You'd They've... be surprised how many writers are homeless. <laughs> <laughs> the aforementioned Stephen King. Yes, exactly. Just wanders um, around Maine yelling at people. Robin, when something momentous happens to our listeners, we ask that they give us a call at 206-984-4FUN to let us know for a segment called Momentous occasions. Brian Fernandez, of course, manning the momentous occasions, Otron. <laughs> Give us an occasion, Brian. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and delightful guest. I have a momentous occasion. My wife and daughter and I were sitting on in our bedroom after I got home from work. We have a little storage chest at the foot of our bed, the kind we might store a few extra blankets in. My daughter opens it up for no particular reason and finds a box of Girl Scout cookies inside, the peanut butter patty tagalong types. Sounds momentous right there, a surprise cookie party. <laughs> well, when my daughter handed me the box, she said that she felt something moving inside. Oh, Jesus. In disbelief, I took the box. I remained still, and sure enough, I could feel the weight of the box shifting slightly. Quickly, the box went into a plastic bag. My wife said, no way. She had to feel it, also thinking that uh, anything living inside would have had to burrow in. But the box exterior was perfectly intact. She felt the box. She felt what we felt and freaked out. So the box in the plastic bag went right into the trash can outside. And how? We have no idea what is in there. 
And even as I call you, it's still out in the trash, whatever what? it is. I'm sure it's still alive. Get and out the trash of there! man doesn't come Get for five more days. House. Have a good day. Bye. What? Are you serious? <laughs> hey, mister, would you like to buy a cask of Amontillado? <laughs> oh, oh, reference. Yay. I've been waiting all day. Oh, my God. That is the most horrifying story. Yeah. Right up to the part where he, whatever was inside, he let it die. Well, he did let it. Well, no, it had plenty of cookies to live on and apparently plenty of air. No, here's the thing. What if it was a Girl Scout? It doesn't matter. This dude missed out on a huge money-making opportunity. Yeah. The box was sealed. You can sue the Girl Scouts and bring them down and become rich. Oh, yeah. yeah take, take down take those assholes. Finally. Scouts. Yeah. Yeah, knock them down a peg. Yeah, this could have been a victory for the Rocket Scouts. It's yeah, true. right. Now, granted, we don't have any reason to take down the Girl Scouts, who, as, as far as Everyone I know, have no problem with gays. <laughs> But I say, get them in your sights and take them down. Take them down. in Rushmore style. Listen, Let's I, do to, this. I got kicked out of the Girl Scouts because my parents couldn't afford the uniforms. So really? screw the Girl yeah. Scouts. Fuck them. You know what? I'm right there with you because I got kicked off of the volleyball team in yeah. middle school because I lived in San Francisco and uh, my middle school was on the peninsula south of San Francisco. And my parents uh, didn't have a car, couldn't yeah. afford to have a car. Yeah. So I couldn't go to the games. Unless it's someone gave me a ride, and I got I got kicked off for not being able to. I had to be in modern dance class. Oh. I had to do a dance to uh, not come on ride the train, come on and ride it. Um, Whoop! There it is. Whoop! There it is. Yep. Upside down, <laughs> I, inside I out. I'm sure all you folks Good. what it's all about. Yep. It's time for me to get on the mic and make this motherfucking party hype. Yeah. Taking it's it part. back. To, I know. Oh, taking be- it back to the old school. This old, old school. So yeah, cool. Yeah. If you want to get down, yeah, let me show, show you the way. Whoop! There it is. Let me hear you say. Yeah. I think you've heard us say it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I know that because I had to do a dance to that oh. song over and over. Yeah. That and Cantaloupe by Us Three. Oh, God. over and over and over I'm and so over sorry. and over with a class of exclusively girls, oh and my not God. the cute ones because they the athletic ones were, were in ballet. On, were on the well at our or school. Playing volleyball. Your choices were you were either on the volleyball team or you were in dance class because oh. it was a small school. God. So it, you had to do something for your PE, you know. So when once I got kicked off, then I was officially in the volleyball. I was in the modern dance class. It was terrible. That oh. is an unheard of way to scar young men. Oh, it was bad. Wow. It was bad. You know, but it t- did foster a love for trip hop. <laughs> for trip hop. <laughs> for commercial jazz hip hop fusions. It's true. And for hot dance club beats. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I like think it. we may have done like our dance to y'all ready for this. Like that's the type that's of the music. Greatest. So wait, yeah. so just jock jams then? It was oh yeah, totally those are jock, jock jams. jams. Like I guess us three is a little outside the jock, the jock jams, yeah. but besides that, yes, just jock jams. Okay, wow. specifically, maybe that's what I need to get this bachelor party going. <laughs> some jock well, some I'll jock tell jams. you, my whoop there it is story was I went to Six Flags and made a music video doing that song. Oh my god! And I had on a spray painted T shirt to match my girlfriend, and we were the coolest people in the park. Well, how did you make a music video? Oh, they had a like a booth, and you could go oh. in there, and they had like a green screen, and they play the music like karaoke, right? I but thought this you get was to record the video. Production. It was not. <laughs> On. You it was not, but DP. let me tell you, it was classy. And yeah, it sounds pretty classy. I mean, you get a VHS when you leave. I mean, it, it had to have sh- cost like eighty-five dollars. Like right. it was ridiculous. Did your shirt say "Wump"? No, because we didn't team? know we were going to do that. No, it was like it was like our nicknames. I don't even remember what mine was. Mine was like "Fresh Star" or something. I had something <laughs> ridiculous, and hers was like "Pretty in Pink." 
So then we went to Six Flags. So you were friends with Molly Ringwald. I was. That's really cool. I was. That's really cool. That is really fun. So we've since had a. I here's what it is. (laughs) A, it's upsetting that there was an animal in there. B, it's upsetting that he fucking murdered it, Stuart Little style. He did. (laughs) He fucking glued it in a box and dumped it in a rainwater bucket. Um, what would you have done? Would you have opened it? I would have opened it. Yeah, with it. I mean, at the very least, I'd opened it with a stick or something. Right. Take it outside. Poke it with a stick. Yeah. Put on some gloves and open it, maybe. You don't want to get... Or like put get... it like in a, I don't know, like an aquarium or something? Just throw it in the shower? No, you don't want to murder whatever it is. You just want to let it go. No, no, like an empty aquarium. So what you can open it and let tiny, it run around. What if it's a tiny guy like in Willow? Oh, my God. Oh, it could have been Willow. <gasps> It could have been Willow. Not Willow, the little tiny guys from Willow. Willow's not small enough to fit inside oh. there. Well, Maybe let's be I don't real. It was Willow a rat. Enough. There it was had a little rat. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, let's, let's be, be real. real. What else could it have been? It, it was a rat or. What do you or... think it was like? How did the. Here's a concern of mine. What about the little girl that sold this? She's like, this one's real skittery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, five bucks. Yeah. Five bucks, mister. This one's more because it's shrieking. Is that Girl Scout values? Wait, yeah. unless it hatched. Oh, maybe it was maybe a, it was an yeah, egg, like an alligator. Be. You think could that there alligator. might have been a rat egg in there, or an <laughs> alligator egg? Gators, gator Look egg, out. gator egg, a new refreshing drink. <laughs> <laughs> it's got electrolytes, right? That's why you drink a gator <laughs> egg. Electrolytes, and it helps you build bulk. Right. <laughs> next bulk call. Out. Next call, please, Brian. Hi, this is uh, George in Fort Lauderdale, calling with a momentous occasion. Um, I have been out hanging out with my two-year-old daughter today, and we were in traffic just now. And someone cut me off, and I said, oh, fuck. And I hear this echo from the back seat, oh, fuck, in a sweet little two-year-old voice. Um, so my daughter said fuck for the first time. That's my moment. Oh, that's really sweet. Oh, really cute. That's really nice. Really that's cute. Nice. You know what Simon has been saying lately? Hmm. Simon only – Simon's my son. He's a year old, and um, he's only been – he only has, you know – he likes to say this and that mostly, mm-hmm. um, but he he's got a few more words and uh, but he doesn't always have the right word for a situation. And lately, when he sees something really good, and he uh, and I want to be clear, he's a year old, so when he says stuff, he doesn't do it performatively. He just still doesn't say any words performatively. But when he sees something really good, he his eyes get huge, right. like as big as eyes could get. His mouth goes into a circle, and he goes. <laughs> That's great. Just with completely unselfconsciously, right. like not as a thing. Just that is the sound of the tea kettle of excitement. Wow. <laughs> so this is like you know when he sees uh, a cartoon he really likes or something. Yeah. Or you know, like what, a what, nice what'll, truck. what'll bring the truck? Oh, yeah. he's a, a nice truck man. Truck. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I mean, he's my son. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, old, <laughs> old gotta... Jesse Truck Thorn, <laughs> Truckosaurus, <laughs> old Truckosaurus. Well, I have a th- I have a three year old nephew, uh, and my sister has a bad problem not cursing around the kids, but but has gotten very good, especially since they've started talking. She has a three year old and one year old, but the three year old has taken to using the word shit, oh. and so I, I can relate to this. And you know, I was there, and he dropped his toy, and he said, "Oh shit." I said, oh, no, Acacia, not only have you – this is my sister's name – not only have you taught him how to curse, but he's doing it correctly. And I was like, how often do you curse? And she's like, never. She's like, I swear. It's just – like she said yesterday he heard me say it because I burned my hand on a pot or something. It comes up. That's the thing. This morning I was fully dressed for – to come and do Jordan Jesse Go. I was sitting in Simon's room eating a 
big ass bowl of grape nuts. Mm-hmm. And this is the only way to eat grape nuts. Yeah, just a totally full bowl of grape nuts. Yeah. And uh, Simon just came over, and somehow I did not. I don't even know. He somehow flipped it over directly oh, onto what I will call my humping zone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And. If you just imagine like a weird mound, like it was a full bowl of grape nuts. So it was like a weird mound of grape nuts. Yeah. Like what do you even do then? Yeah. Like when you're like dripping. Regular nuts. When you're dripping, you just sort of like rub (laughs) it in and then go change your clothes. But I was completely covered in this weird mound. And you can't pick up grape nuts. That's the other thing. They go through your hand like grains of sand or time, metaphorically. It's true. The grape nuts of time. Yeah. It was the (laughs) grossest thing. And I said, my wife freaked out because I said, shit. (laughs) <laughs> like full, yeah. full volume because I, I was shocked. Yes. Teresa thought that maybe, you know, Simon's head had just been knocked off or yes, something. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Even worse. Well, it's true. A I, grape nuts yeah. accident. It's anyway. true. Well, you don't want to say you died that way. Let's hear another call, Brian. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, Go, and possible guest. Uh, this is Claire calling from Humboldt County. Um, I'm calling for momentous occasions. I have a daughter who's younger than Simon. She's about seven months old. And today I got out of the house for the first time to go to a mommy group. And while that's momentous for me, it's probably not that interesting to you. But what I found more interesting was in the group, I met my first juggalo mom. Um, I could tell she was a juggalo straight off because she had a hatchet man tattoo on her breast. But then she casually turned to the very sort of straight-laced, buttoned-down mother sitting next to her, and I heard her say, well, my husband and I are both juggalos. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Uh, have a good week. Thanks. Bye. It's like they said my husband and I are Lutherans. Right. Right. Maybe well, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll run so into you at church. I'm so glad we covered this today. Yeah, no, this was... What have I been missing? Be my husband was just elected a presbyter <laughs> of the wow. juggalo community. Right. And uh, and what uh, kind of response are you trying to elicit when you say that to someone? I mean, are you trying to scare them? Or are you trying, trying to get to... them to spray orange Fago on you? Right. Yeah, or right. to tell you where to get meth. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's so funny. That yeah. I guess juggalos are having. I, I guess I'm I'm surprised they're having kids. Yeah. I know. Right. Surprise. Surprise. Uh, <laughs> but but it's strange that like that. You know, one is so responsible. Like, that seems so responsible to go to the mommy and me group. It seems that's like something true. that a. And what are the know. juggalo kids called? I was going to say muggalos, but that sounds like something from Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe I, muggle juggalo. I don't know. This is going in a weird place. But yeah. yes, it is very responsible of them to go to mommy and me. My <laughs> wife likes to go to mommy and me yoga, and I like to imagine mm. that this is a mommy and me yoga event. There you go. Yeah. I like it. Right. So they're all in downward dog, and she's like, hey. Me and my husband are juggalos, bitch. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why she sounded like that. Downward dog. No, no, that's, a, that's, a, that's like a fair. That's yeah. good. Okay. Fucking chakras. How do they right, work? Right, right. <laughs> Feel my karma up in here, bitch. The jug for, for Robin, for your benefit. The yes. Insane Clown Posse had, Posse had a song containing the lyrics, fucking magnets, how do they work? Oh. So they don't understand magnets. Anyway. Yeah, they, they don't understand. Not good at uh, science? They don't understand a lot of different stuff. I'm trying to find... I have this Harry Potter question for you guys. Ooh. Um, I don't know. If you guys have at least seen... I'm super into it, so... Yeah, I... Okay, good. Good. I'm glad. Where is this Where is this thing about Gryffindors and... Well, just while you're finding that, I wonder if the yes. lady at the Mommy and Me was frightened? I couldn't tell her reaction. Yeah. I mean, I guess... Yeah, I mean, I guess... 
I guess maybe the juggalo is there to rob the mommy and me. Thing. Maybe. I mean, do new moms keep a lot of money and electronics she, on she, them? Uh, maybe. Or was she reaching out like, please help. I'm trapped in this life and now oh, I have a juggalo child. Maybe. Like, yeah, help. maybe it's like Scientology. Right. Maybe She's it's trying a, to get out. Maybe that hatchet man tattoo on her That's boob right. was involuntarily put That's there. Maybe, right. this is, maybe this is the Tom Cruise and Katie yes. Holmes of juggalo. Yes. This Someone is what I'm thinking. thinking. Well, Someone... she had a child and realized, oh, what am I doing? I have to get out. Yeah. Someone tweeted me a list of people for Max Fun and what kind of guy they are on Harry Potter. Somebody's a great... Oh, here we go. Okay. Hodgman is a Slytherin. <gasps> Our friend Scott Simpson, regular guest on this show, uh, co-host of... Hodgman's a Slytherin? All right. Uh, Scott Simpson is a Ravenclaw. Okay. Jordan and our friend Adam Lissagor, Lonely Sandwich, are Hufflepuffs. Oh, or that's Hufflepuffs, not good. Or Hufflepuffs, maybe. Not Hufflepuff. Good. Not, not good. Well, and, uh, it means you're kind of like limp. And, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, well. And who's you, the Gryffindor, if Jeff? If you haven't had your pill. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm talking about? It's true. Mm-hmm. Wank, wank. I, I'm a Gryffindor. Oh, you're the courageous hero of the group. I am? Yes. Oh, that's you're great. You're the leader. And the... I just assumed that meant fat faggot. <laughs> no. No, those are the Ravenclaws. No. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. And Slytherins are evil, so Hodgman is the evil, conniving, oh. dirty, dirty, dirty hand, underhanded man. And I should clarify that when I say fat faggot, I mean that, that's something what a mean guy oh, would say about Oh, is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even hear that part. I just heard yeah. fat. Oh, I'm not. Um, it's still Ravenclaw, yeah. but still. Well, terrible. I don't like that I'm the bad one. Why you're do not, I have to be the? Why what's can't a, I be? No, what's you're a not Hufflepuff? Like, Hufflepuff is is is. They're just kind of like. There's never any stories about them. They're just kind of like womp womp. But they are on the side of the Gryffindors. They're not on the okay. evil. No. They don't tend toward the evil side. But the point is, I'm so I'm better than Jordan. Oh, you're better than everyone. I want to give a big shout out to at now we are all Tom. A.K.A. Yeah. Tom Dickinson. Yeah, no, you're better than Room everyone. Socket, Rhode Island. Yeah. You're Harry Potter. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. What am I in Twilight? It's not great, Dear listeners, what am I in oh, the Twilight? Oh, my goodness. Am you I... would definitely want to be a, a Jacob, whatever they are, the wolves. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be. What am I in the never ending story? What am oh, I? Oh, yeah. You're the little guy when he walked around the circle who let him in. I want to be the that... gatekeeper. I want to be that cool dog, that flying dog. Oh, I want to be that no, statue with big boobs. There you go. <laughs> Tom, what are we? That movie still gives me nightmares. Pam. Come on, wound oh, socket. Fucking, yeah, a never ending story is terrifying. Wait, did anyone terrifying. see nev- the Return to Oz movies? No one ever knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, about. yeah those, that those gave are me nightmares. Terrifying. Okay, thank you for validating Forever. the fact that I am not crazy and that those this movie like, exists. Those like clonky robot guys? Yes, and they were like on skates. Yeah, those yeah. Were yeah, I feel like there's like this There's this cluster of, of kids' movies. There's like Return to Oz, Never Ending Story, uh, Labyrinth, and. Oh, yeah. uh, what's oh I was thinking of Labyrinth, the gatekeeper, my fault. Yeah, um, and whatever that thing I'm is. I'm David with Bowie in Labyrinth. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever that thing is with the Skeksis. Except for I'm a little handsomer. <laughs> and I think it's like not that they were like trying to make kids' movies scarier. It's just that fucking puppets are terrifying. I oh, think. but I, I think love all those puppets. puppet based. Oh, no, I enjoy yeah, a puppet too, a but puppet. I think they're scarier than a non I love, see, I That's loved true. the Never Ending Story as a kid. It did, did not scare me, no. but Return to Oz scared the Oh yeah! Shit oh yeah! Out of me. Oh, yeah. I really, truly had nightmares into my probably in into my early adolescence. Oh, well, about... that's how I am about Labyrinth, which I was confusing for Neverending Story. But yeah, 
That's how I'm with that. Oh, because it's the star of uh, you're af- you're afraid of uh, sort of everything indis- in indistinct movie. gendered <laughs> rock stars. <laughs> no, he didn't bother me. It was everything. I don't know that whole movie was so creepy to me. I think I used to have dreams that I was in kind of a maze and mm. couldn't get through, and that was like my worst so nightmare. It was a sort of existential fear. It, it oh, was. Oh yeah, it yeah, was. Sure. Now we get to the root of the problem. Like in you didn't like the part in Labyrinth where the father said that the daughter disappointed him. Right. Right. <laughs> right. And would never amount to Daddy anything. Daddy issues. And then do she we, couldn't hold on to a mound of grape nuts that do, was slipping through her fingers. Do we, exactly have any right. more, do we have any more calls, Brian? Okay, that's it. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Oh, 206-984-4FUN is the number to call. Put it in your phone. We'll be back in just a second. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And Robin Thede, the OSA special guest. Oh, it's been a delight to have you on the program, Robin Thede. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. I, as, as I understand it, you have a live show coming up uh, in, in the Los Angeles area? It is. It is at Second City in uh, Hollywood. Oh, I've heard about this place. That place. Famous uh, comedy theater. It's you Ooh, and famous. John Candy. <laughs> it is. It's going to be amazing. You're angling for that Canadian Comedy Award well, next year. Right. You and and I'm, I am and using. Moranis. That's right. And I am using hologram technology. Good. Um, now it's, hologram candy. It's hologram candy. We need to make that show. Mm. Uh, uh, it's called 227, The Lost Episodes, okay. uh, based on the favorite 80s sitcom with Marla Gibbs and Jack A. Harry. Uh, we <laughs> literally improvise a new episode that never made it to air. Uh, so you come and you basically come to a live TV taping. You're transported to 1987 and get to see craziness ensue. So it's very fun. Start September 12th, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. through December at Second City. And so. you're, you're writing on a television program. Yes, <laughs> yes, I am. I mean, I, I just uh, am working on uh, Kevin Hart's new sitcom called The Real Husbands of Hollywood. We have 10 episodes for BET, so that'll be out in the spring. I'm in Smart Ass, a new movie with Marlon Wayans where J.B. Smoove plays my husband. It's a very funny movie. Oh, wow, that's, that's pretty good. That's kind of a dream come true. Uh, yeah, I'm on good. season two of Key and Peele. Lots of stuff, so come you can on. see me. Go if to gonna... RobinThede.com. Come on. If, if, <laughs> but, I mean, you should have just, just said, I'm going to play J.B. Smoove's wife in a movie and just left it at and that. And just left it just there. drop the He's fucking amazing. microphone no, Obama style. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Joe Biden would come in and pants us <laughs> because we're so embarrassed that we've never been asked to play <laughs> Baby Smooth's wife. I like to bury the lead, guys. Hey, no, I sure. want to. I want to tell people we just put out as of this recording. Uh, we just put out the latest episode of International Waters. Mm-hmm. It's the show that we recorded live in London. Uh, it features uh, me as host, of course, and in this case, Jordan is actually one of the panelists. Um, and it is a. I'm. I know we're tooting our own horn, but it's a really great, fun episode. I think you would really enjoy listening to it. If you haven't given International Waters a try, I think you should. This is the one. Um, it's a great, it's a great fun pop comedy, pop culture quiz show um, that I think you will find to be a blast. Some delightful Ooh. British comics on the show. John Ronson, best-selling author uh, John Ronson is on the program and was delightful. Mm-hmm. It was great, very funny. Um, so give it a listen. I think you will really like International Waters. Give it a try. And we'll see everybody at our live shows in L.A. and San Francisco. Buy those tickets now. Um, and we'll be back next week on Jordan Jesse Go. Special thanks to Brian Fernandez Woo! on the board. Yep. Our theme music, Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. 
206-984-4FUN, jjgo at MaximumFun.org. Somebody Facebook messaged me uh, that their phone doesn't have the letters on the numbers, so they can't ah. dial. And I just sent him a link to a Google image search for telephone Hilarious. keypad. You should have sent him a link to Best Buy or somewhere he can get a new phone. Just, <laughs> how does this work on a rotary phone? <laughs> no, it works on a rotary phone. So what oh, phone yeah. No, I guess that's, on? yeah, yeah. Yeah, this guy's Get got, yourself a rotary phone. This guy's got one of those Pennsylvania 65,000 separate uh, earpiece and mouthpiece right. situations. Yeah. He's still anyway, trying to reach the operator. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. 